This is MSCI Perspectives, your source for weekly research insights as investors respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Adam Bass, and today is April 23rd, 2020. This week, we spoke with Laszlo Holo from his home in Budapest, where he works on the Risk Management and Liquidity Core research team. Laszlo, thanks for joining us. We're very glad to have you. Thanks for inviting me. We've talked a lot on this program about dealing with the unexpected and unusual market situations, but you had an unusual week yourself. During the last week, I have three of my friends having their their newborn within uh, a week time, including my manager here at MSCI. So it was uh, kind of funny or, or, or unusual to, to, to call them and, and have a drink uh, online uh, to congratulate them for, for the newborn. Let's talk liquidity. What's been happening in the market? So in mid-March, there uh, was a sudden uh, deterioration of liquidity across the board. So at the same time, equity liquidity was dropping in terms of transaction costs. Uh, Fixed income liquidity was dropping. Uh, Dealers uh, started to pull back for providing quotes for bonds. The BIDA spread, the most uh, well-known or widespread measure, of uh, transaction costs were increasing across the board, uh, basically from one week uh, to another. All asset classes were impacted, uh, and even sovereign uh, bonds, so U.S. treasuries, U.K. yields. Your team was watching investment-grade ETFs at the time, right? What did you notice? There were days where the the discount at which the ETF was trading compared to the, the basket NAV uh, was as high as 5-6%. So you can imagine if the ETFs were trading at large discounts, these authorized participants would have uh, purchased the ETF, then go uh, to uh, the fund provider, redeem the ETF shares, get the basket of underlyings, and sell uh, the underlyings on the secondary market. And if the difference between the basket price and the underlying and the and ETF price are large, they can simply pocket uh, the difference. And uh, the puzzle was that we saw uh, quite large uh, discounts still uh, lasting for, for a couple of days. How could it uh, happen? How could these arbitrageurs uh, did not take advantage of the situation? What do you think that is? Uh, the ineffectiveness of the price discovery. Explain that, please. So if we were looking at the traded prices of these bonds, of the ETF basket, uh, the prices were all over the place. So it was hard to tell which one is the correct uh, price. Uh, the ETF price, that was pretty well known because the ETF was traded on the exchanges, but the underlying fund NAV was only an approximation because the, uh, the bonds in the basket were trading at very different prices on the same day. Market uh, participants were trading even uh, treasury bonds at very different prices. And that uh, was kind of surprising because treasuries are one of the most liquid uh, markets globally. And what happened in mid-March that the liquidity started to somewhat disappear or or evaporate or decrease uh, on the treasury market. Since the treasury market is an important cornerstone of the the financial market, many fixed income securities are benchmarked against treasuries. So having this uncertainty in the treasury market is, is not good for the entire market. It can spill over to all fixed income classes. So bid ask spreads, which can affect transaction costs 
and are an important measure of liquidity, as you mentioned. What were we seeing there? All across the board for investment grade and high yield uh, securities in emerging and developed markets, this beta spread measure uh, was suddenly increasing at the end of or second half of, uh, of March. Just to give you um, a, a comparison, in, at the end of 2018, there was a high yield bond sell-off where the, the beta spread of uh, high yield uh, bond holdings increased by um, 50, 60, 70%. And that was considered as a high increase back in 2018, December. Now, uh, this increase was not 60, 70%, but rather 200, 300%. The, the costs of trading increased. So the beta spreads of off-the-run uh, treasuries increased by a factor of four up to 80 basis points. That is kind of an all-time high uh, beta spread for off-the-run treasuries. And at the same time, we were looking at this uh, price dispersion. How did this affect active managers? Record outflows from actively managed funds. Why is that? Active managers needed to raise uh, cash to pay out their investors who were pulling back or withdrawing their investment. That was one source of the increase in the, uh, the, the beta spread, uh, a larger sell pressure from the asset management industry. And at the same time, uh, dealers, uh, central uh, market makers, were kind of pulling back from the market-making activity. So we saw about 20% decrease in the quoted bond universe um, from starting from uh, mid-March compared to the February uh, level. And uh, we also see that the average number of dealers quoting the same bond was also dropping by uh, 30-40% in mid-March. So that shows that uh, dealers were, were not that much keen on providing quote uh, for bonds in, in this volatile market. Okay, all this is going on. Market makers are pulling back. Prices are unpredictable. Even U.S. Treasuries are affected. What do the central banks do? Yeah, so uh, the central banks, uh, the Fed, the ECB, Bank of England, all of the three have started a secondary bond, a secondary market bond purchasing program, either by direct secondary market purchasing or through ETFs to provide a remedy of, uh, for these liquidity concerns. And did it work? Of course, it's hard to judge whether the market uh, was calming down by itself or the central bank actions were giving some remedy uh, for these issues. But what we can quite clearly see that uh, for uh, Eurozone bonds, UK bonds, and US bonds that are eligible uh, for these uh, bond purchasing programs, so basically investment-grade bonds, the price uncertainty started to, uh, to revert back to the normal levels right after the, the central bank announcement. The number of dealers providing quotes started to revert back to the uh, pre-crisis levels and even the beta spread started to, to decrease and stabilize at uh, some lower level than before the, the central bank announcement. One last question. In times like these, people find comfort in tradition. Was there some particular tradition to celebrate your friends becoming fathers? Or was it just a bunch of guys having some drinks? <laughs> well, uh, the, the story uh, around that is that the amount of drink that the parent consumes 
highly correlates with the with the with the milk producing uh, activity of of the mother. So there is a huge incentive on the father to consume as much as they can. So this is the the, the tradition. That's all for this week. Thanks to Laszlo and to all of you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on the MSCI LinkedIn page and to bookmark www.msci.com coronavirus for all our crisis-related content. Until next week, I'm your host, Adam Bass, and this is MSCI Perspectives. Stay safe, everyone.